Welcome back to The Morning Brew. I'm Shannon, here with my co-host slash husband. Taylor. And today we're going to be doing part two of our little relationship series. So today we're going to be focusing more on intimate relationships. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a good conversation continuing on from a couple weeks ago when we started relationships because this is something that I think we enjoy talking about a lot Mm -hmm. and enjoy really diving into because they're important things both friendships and who you're going to be with the rest of your life yeah and it's a very important decision because i think there's so many aspects to it that it's easy for us to kind of downplay that realm the intimate relationships realm and so Mm -hmm. the first thing that i I think we want to talk a little bit about is this idea of being uh, equally yoked i think you have to be on the same level in terms of what you believe in and Mm -hmm there's so much tension that can be created for no reason when you're not on the same level because when you're coming at a relationship from two different angles you're never going to agree on anything you're never going to budge on your side if you're both on opposite ends of the spectrum and i'm not saying you necessarily have to be you know one side of the spectrum the others on the other but even just having different opinions on things and that mean a lot to you because you can have different opinions you know me and shannon both have different opinions on things but they're not like detrimental to the relationship you know you want to talk about something like um you know for us something we don't find as detrimental but we we have different views on is something like spanking it's it's (laughs) like children yes (laughs) so it's like or that kind of punishment. So it's <laughs> yeah. not like it's detrimental, but we both think differently. We were both raised differently, yeah. but it's something we think different on. Now it's different if we take something bigger, like Shannon doesn't believe in God and I do. You know, For yeah. us, that's detrimental because yeah. we want to be able to think through the same lens together and be able to go at life together instead of trying to go at life two separate people. And so I think you have to really evaluate where you're at on the spectrum and once you get to know that person how detrimental those differences are Mm -hmm. but if you feel like overall you're on the same level you just have differences on some of the small things i don't think that's something that's wrong you've got to look at more like the worldview the lens in which you see the world and if there's big differences there then i think you need to step back for a second and evaluate if this is somebody that you truly feel like you're supposed to be with because then again if you think it is then you're going to have some hurdles you're going to have to jump and see if there's a way that you both can come to an agreement on things so that you're able to see through the same lens together even if you both have to budge on both sides but on the same part you know there's certain things in my life that i believe spiritually that i'm not going to budge on Mm -hmm. and so i don't think that's wrong to you need to be grounded and foundational in some things and so if Shannon were to come to me and she had differences on those things, I am not going to budge on them. And, and yeah. so if that were the case, then it would probably be best for us not to be together because mm-hmm. we feel like those are are detrimental things to the relationship. And I could run circles around this in many different ways. But I think just to get us thinking and beginning to look into this, I think you have to understand the importance of being on that same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think just like Taylor was saying, it's going to affect, you know, especially when we talk about this, we're talking about like your bigger moral belief system, whatever, you know, we're not talking about. And for some people, 
you know, politics is super important for us. It's not, but um, we're not talking about things like that even so much. But when it comes to the lens that, like Taylor was saying, you look through life, your worldview, that's going to affect every other aspect of your life. So even like Taylor was saying, (laughs) it's going to, when it comes to raising children, um, even though we might not agree on like the issue of spanking, um, ultimately, if we believe the same things, we'll probably be able to maturely come to a conclusion and a compromise about that issue versus like whether or not we want to raise our children to be Christians. That's huge. And obviously we will, but well, obviously we can't tell them what to think, but you know, we want to raise them, you know, seeing that we believe in God and we, we pray that they will believe that too. So if we're not on the same page on that, that that's huge, you know? Um, and even things like, you know, your, your own personal boundaries, especially in relationships, that is huge when it comes to sex before marriage. Taylor and I had to be on the same page on that, or it was not going to work out. Either one of us would have fallen and ended up, you know, bending to to doing it um, and having not wanted to, or, you know, it would have just ended up really bad. So, um, you know, even things like that, you have to really think through where are the areas that I'm not willing to compromise and, and then don't. Um, I think I see that a lot. And um, even just girls my age letting things go because they think, oh, you don't have to always agree with everything, you know, on every single thing. And that's totally true. And like Taylor's saying, we don't always agree on every single thing. But when it comes to our beliefs, when it comes to, you know, things that we know that Jesus has um, called us to do, absolutely, we we have to agree on those things or um, we're going to fall apart. Yeah, and you have to understand as well that you're two different people. Yeah. So you're coming into a relationship with different opinions, different views, different backgrounds, different stories. And so you're going to think differently. It's inevitable. You can't expect to find the perfect person that's going to think exactly how you think. And everything's going to be great. Yeah. Marriage is this constant. I shouldn't even say compromise because you're not always compromising everything. But it's this constant working together to figure out how you're going to do life together. And if you come into this mindset that I'm going to find somebody that's on my same same level, Mm -hmm. same, same yoke, that kind of a thing. Don't expect them to be exactly the same as you. Mm-hmm. Just because Shannon believes everything that I believe in terms of I say the important things in life, yeah. spiritually, uh, morally, all those things, doesn't mean she's going to think the exact same way that I do yeah. and, and bend the same ways that I do on a majority of things we, we do. But yeah. there, there's other things that we don't. And, and it's okay to know going into a relationship that that person is probably not going to think, even if it's the most perfect person, they're still not going to think probably as the same as you do because you're both two different people. Well, and I would even go so far as to say that a lot of times that's a good thing. It's a good thing that we don't think exactly the same on every single, you know, on the important things, yes, but on every single little tiny thing um, that we talk about because in a way I think, I don't know if you would use the word like refine, but I think we refine each other by both bringing different opinions to the table and then we get each other's um, perspective and we learn and we grow and we come to understand a different way of thinking about it and maybe it's better than, you know, our own. Maybe 
I learn something from Taylor or see it his way and I come a little more towards his way of thinking and then on something else he comes a little more towards mine and we become more compassionate, more um, caring. We just become, <coughs> excuse me, we just become better people with a, a broader understanding of the world around us because if we were all exactly the same we would just never you know broaden our perspective and yeah yeah yeah. and you have to have those kind of conversations with each other i think there's an importance of being intentional to have those conversations now i don't think you should sit down on the first date and start this list of 10 deep intimate questions about their story yeah. and their past and what you think of in the future and if we have kids how are you going to raise them like yeah i think you're you're speeding up the process way too fast but i think if you find somebody that's on this same level as you and, and they have the same kind of worldview as you and morals as you and you want to start pursuing this relationship then you need to start having those conversations as you begin to get to know each other mm-hmm. now they don't need to be like you sit down like i say and carve out a time just for these questions. I yeah. think you ask these questions in a nonchalant way as you're right. having conversation and, and drop those in there and start to gain an understanding because you have to understand as well that dating is not this commitment for life. Yeah, Like dating is supposed to be that time that you can be intentional to get to know somebody, to ask the questions. It's this trial. It's mm-hmm. You don't have don't have this mindset that I'm just dating and then I'm going to go date somebody else. I'm going to go date somebody else. But you can have the mindset that I'm not committed to life to this. I I am trying to see if this is somebody that's worth pursuing, that's worth continuing a relationship with and to get more serious and more intimate uh, in our conversations, in the way we do life. Uh, But you have to understand that it's, it's a very important aspect of our lives and you can't just see it as this commitment all of a sudden in that once I'm dating this person, I'm secured for life. No, 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 no. Don't go into it like I don't have to be with this person my whole life. But but having an open mind and an open heart to go, okay, I really just want to get to know this person. And so during this time, I'm just going to have conversation. I'm going to get to know them. going to get to know where they stand. going to get to know what worldview they look through. going to get to know their lens they they look through and if it doesn't work out it's okay to end it in a nice way you know to just say well you suck so i'm out of (laughs) here but to be like you know here's here's my thoughts here's what's going through my heart you know i feel like we're not on the same page on some things that i feel like are really important to me and yeah i'm not going to bend on those things and i feel like we're going to run into some hurdles that i don't think we're going to be able to conquer and so it's okay to walk into a relationship and dating n- not assuming you're going to get married. Yeah, well, and I think um, that's a really good point, too, because I think I've seen in both just friends my age, but also in some of our students sometimes, they either are one end of, end of the spectrum or the other. It's either, it's either I'm not taking this seriously at all and we're just like having fun together and we're it's just somebody for me to like go on dates with and like have fun with or it's okay I'm in love and like I know we're getting married and so I think that's so good to remind especially younger people you know because again Taylor and I have said this before but we only dated for well technically we only dated for four months before we got engaged 
And some people might be like, oh, well, that's fast. But I mean, we're, we're adults and we know what we want. But when you're, I guess I'm focusing more towards our students here, but when you're younger, it's like the whole dating process, like Taylor's saying, is to kind of figure out what you do want in a spouse. And again, we encourage you to take that seriously, but that doesn't mean that as soon as you start dating someone, that is a commitment to be married. I mean, ultimately, we hope that that's your end goal, but, um, you know, you don't have to put so much pressure on it and then freak yourself out and, you know, again, share all this intimate personal stuff with someone right away. So, um, yeah, and, and again, like Taylor was saying, um, if, if you have to be able to be comfortable enough with someone to ask them those questions in a, in a way that's not like, okay, we're going to sit down and ask each other all these really hard questions and, and have this conversation. I think that was, again, even for me, one of the things that um, was encouraging in Taylor and I's relationship was just the ability to be able to sit and talk. And we would have fun, but then every once in a while, there'd be a serious question or a serious topic would come up and we'd talk about it. And then we'd go back to laughing and joking and having fun. So it's, it's all this like balance of having to know, um, you know, just, just know that you can't take it too seriously, but also still take it seriously enough. Right. And you have to understand the seriousness of relationships. Mm -hmm. I, I think oftentimes, whether it's in the church or adults can just kind of give this laid back response to dating and oh it's casual and oh you know just kind of have fun like shannon was saying and and i really just want to challenge you to be intentional in how you date make sure you're taking it very slow i can't tell you what to do and there's no guidebook on you know at this time you guys can hold hands and at this time (laughs) you can hug each other and this time no 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 but i think you can understand if you're intentional and you're slow yeah i don't know young people and i'm young too so i'm not saying like every young person but (laughs) i think students especially think they're on this time crunch yeah with whoever they're dating to speed up the intimacy and i did that as well so i can't yeah sit here and say well you know i never sped it up No, no no i did as well and i think we get in this mindset that we have to hurry up hurry up hurry up and all of a sudden you're doing all these things with the other person that are not supposed to that are not meant to be done outside of marriage and you're giving pieces of yourself away to that person that they're going to have forever and you just have to be slow you have to be intentional you have to be careful because you know even me and shannon when we first started dating we didn't date if you want to call us in a relationship till about three or four months after we started talking and that's that was partially my decision. I had a hard time with commitment, but we also just took it slow. <laughs> yeah. And we 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 didn't act like we were married. Right. I, I think you have to understand, too, just like we were saying that you're not in this to be married. Even if you are in a serious relationship, you're not married. Right. You're not. Until that wedding ceremony is done and there's the rings on the hand and the... The pastor says, or priest, or yeah. if you go to the courthouse, whatever you do, <laughs> says you you are now married. You're not married, so don't act like you're married. Even when me and Shannon were together, sure we saw each other a lot, but that didn't mean you know she never stayed the night. 
she never there it wasn't yeah. like seven days a week she yeah. was with me you know we we had this space where we were able to still live our lives yeah. outside of marriage and then still build a relationship with each other and so you have to be slow in how you walk through a relationship to be intentional to have those conversations but if you also act like you're married you're speeding up the process yeah to, to put yourself in a relationship where you're not letting yourself live as a boy or a girl. Yeah. And that is so important in the development of just a boy and a girl is that you have to live your life. Yeah. You have to have your own life and, and learn uh, who you are. And, and right. I'm not going to get ahead of myself because we're going to touch on that in a little bit. But but don't speed up the process and then put yourself in a position mm-hmm. to act like you're married when you're not. You have a whole, I hear this from my dad all the time and I always got mad at him because <laughs> I thought he didn't know what he was talking about. And now I say it to people. <laughs> you have your whole life ahead of you. Yeah. We've been married for a year and we're together all the time. Yeah. That's what marriage is. You don't need to start acting like you're married when you're 16, 17, 18. Yeah. When you're not married because you're going to have years and years of marriage ahead of you. Go live your life. I, I even encourage Shannon. She gets mad at me even <laughs> as we're married. Go go hang out with your friends. Go hang out with other people. This isn't because I want you to get yeah. out of the house and so I can have my alone time. It's, <laughs> it's because it's important for us even when we're married to still be relationally connected with people we're not yeah. living with. Yeah. And it's important for me to to go hang out with some of my friends or go do something with my friends or go meet with my friends or have them over and spend time with them. And I just think it's so crucial for you to walk slowly through this dating process, being careful where, like Shannon said, your boundaries are at so that you're not giving yourself away where you don't need to yeah. and you're learning to be a boy or a girl. Yeah. You're learning to. We're, we're constantly learning to be men and women in this society. And if we're not continually learning, even as we're dating somebody, you're going to force stuff into your life that doesn't need to be there prematurely. And it's going to force you to act like an adult and a married person when you're not. And then you feel like you can't do anything yeah, else. You feel right. like you can't hang out with friends. You feel like you can't go be with somebody else, not relationally, but just hang out with them yeah you you feel like you're tied and and we've even tried to do that just in marriage like i just said of trying to encourage each other to still go do things with friends and still hang out with people because we don't want to feel like all of a sudden we're married now and that means we can't we can't be involved in anybody else's lives we have to just be with each other no we need it honestly to be healthy in our marriage we have to have times we can go vent to somebody else, pour our heart out to somebody yeah. else, talk to somebody else, work through things with somebody else that's not our husband or wife because we just need other people to be a part of our lives. And yeah. so uh, I'm rambling well, a little bit. I mean, we, I mean, ultimately we were created to be in community. And so you can't just be in community with your spouse. I mean, like Taylor's saying, it's just not healthy and so it's definitely not healthy to do it when you're dating and just to isolate yourself and just become so obsessed with just you and this other person. It's just, you're going to cause yourself a lot more harm that way. And your relationship, um, you're actually doing your relationship good to continue to have your own friends and have your own, you know, um, and I'm not saying to live these two completely separate lives. Obviously that's not what a relationship is, but you know, everything that Taylor just said, um, 
all I think we just want to stress to you, and we can go at all different angles, and yeah. and I think there, knowing us, we still will. Um, but <laughs> is that you have to take the dating portion and just a relationship very, very seriously, and in being intentional in what you talk about, what you learn about each other, yeah. intentional what you guard, yeah, and and sharing with other people until the time is right. If yeah. you've progressed to that point, and just to enjoy life yeah be very slow you know my you dad said a, uh, oh my goodness yeah you're, you're <laughs> exactly right I, I say my dad a lot because he gave me just a ton of talks and information when it came to dating and he would always tell me just even what what shannon was kind of saying in different words you can't ever go too slow yeah you, you can't ever you know he he always had to throw in you know me and my mom you know me and your mom we would always you know have to call each other on the phone like and it was only once a week and we could only yeah. see each other sometimes at church and you know sometimes one other and it's like he understands he's not living in old times saying <laughs> you can't see that person but my dad was always very intentional with us when we yeah. had a girlfriend or a, for my sister a boyfriend that it wasn't like okay you're just gonna be able to spend all of this time together mm -hmm. you know we could be gone a couple nights and my dad say i come to him and say hey can i go out with with this girl and it would be no, you need to stay home. And as I'm thinking of it, I never really did that anyways. It would be more my siblings. But but he, he was. Even my brother, he was in a relationship pretty serious for most of his high school. And there were times he'd be like, you know, no, you're not going to go hang out. Not because he didn't like this girl, but it was because he had to understand you're not married to her. Yeah. And you still yeah. need to spend time with your family. You need to still hang out with friends. Yeah and get past that you're not married right now and right. so overall you just need to understand you need to take it slower and if you think you're not taking it slow enough or you're you think you're going slow enough you probably need to go slower yeah because you just need to be very cautious this is a very important and intimate decision that you're doing in your life and, and we weren't designed to be intimate with multiple people we yeah. were designed to be intimate with a person and so when you share parts of your life you're losing parts of your heart to these people yeah. and you're gaining these emotional bonds that and this is a whole nother topic that we'll yeah. probably get into when we get into stories because i know that's something we're going to talk about in the future you create these soul ties yeah and these soul ties uh, unless you break them you're you're going to have these soul ties for your life and and you're just giving yourself away to parts you don't need to if you were just more cautious yeah but yeah i mean it's so important um we just can't stress it enough of how important it is to really be cautious and, and take it slow and um be intentional in the dating process but also i mean the other side of of this the other place we're going to go today is um just how important it is to i'll say know yourself but um even just protect your time um, I mean, even tying into what we were saying about when you're dating, still making time for friends in your own life. Um, it's even just important for you to make time to do that by yourself before you start dating and to just really know your own heart and know your own relationship with God and to really take that time to know who you are before you try and know someone else. Because um, that just throws a whole nother um, element and complicates things especially if you don't know who you are and then you're looking to fulfill pieces of um your heart and 
questions that you're asking with another person, um, you're not going to be able to do it. And then you're going to, again, be disappointed every time if you try um, to just find answers for who you are, your identity, your value, all those kind of things in another person before taking the time to do that on your own. And there's two... I like talking about this when I go through relationship series because I think everybody needs to hear this. There's two questions that I always talk about that a guy and a girl are trying to answer, one for each. The guy, do I have what it takes? Girl, am I wanted? Am I worth pursuing? Mm-hmm. Am I valuable? Those those sorts of things. Those are the questions that we're trying to answer. If you do not answer those questions on your own before you get into a relationship, you're doing exactly what Shannon just said. You're going to take, I'm going to take, Am I? do I have what it takes to Shannon for her to answer and she'll never be able to give me that answer. She can show me, she can try to tell me, but, but she can't ever ultimately give me that answer. For Shannon, if she tries to come to me and, and says, am I wanted, am I worth pursuing, I can tell her she's great and beautiful and all these great things, but that I will never fully answer the question. You have to mm-hmm. take that question to God and let him answer that question. Yes, you have what it takes. Yes, you are worth pursuing. You are wanted because then you're going to try to put it into a broken human being mm-hmm. who's going to give you a broken answer to that question where you need somebody who's perfect and can give you the ultimate answer that's not flawed, that's not broken, and you can trust 100%. And so when you, it is so important to know that about yourself or you're going to take it into your relationship and probably get frustrated. Yeah. And so you you have to to know something like that about yourself because we we as people need to help encourage that. I as a youth pastor need to help uh, guys know they have what it takes. Shannon needs to help as she, she does. I mean, I help the girls too, but Shannon does a lot more with, with the girls. She needs to help them understand they're wanted, they're worth pursuing. Parents, you need to help your kids understand that they're worth pursuing or they have what it takes. And you have to walk them through that process as a man and as a woman so that they can understand so that when they walk into a relationship, they go, I'm confident. I know yeah. who I am. Yeah. I know I'm confident in what I look like and what my my heart is at this point and and so it's so good you don't have to have everything figured out in life but you have to be confident in who you are well and when you're confident in who you are some of those things we were talking about earlier of you know the things that are important to you if you're confident that I know that I'm wanted and I um, don't need that answered from a man or or I know what I have what it takes and I don't need that answered from a woman you're not gonna feel the pressure to bend on those things that we were talking about earlier that are important to you and you're not going to feel the need to compromise what you believe for another person because you're going to know if they're not willing you know if they don't see things that are important to me the way I see them then I don't need to be with them because I know that I'm wanted you know ultimately by God and that's all that matters and I can wait for the right person and so I just think that's important, and even me and Taylor, again, have talked about this before, but um, both had, I would say, a significant amount of time before we got together where we were just alone, and we did try to take that time um, to just 
ask God those questions of like, God, who am I? Who are you making me? You know, I even have told the story before that it was um, probably right before Taylor started talking to me that I was like, okay, God, I'm, I'm intentionally not going to date right now, which I had already been doing that, but you know, and then all of a sudden God's like, okay, no, you're ready. So I just think, again, that is an important piece too, to really take that time and let yourself be alone. Um, and I, I think that's another thing with a lot of like teenagers. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that in a condescending way. Cause I think I did it too, to feel like I need to be in a relationship either, whether it be because you just don't want to be alone because you feel like you have to be in a relationship to have worth, whatever the reason may be. Um, just this fear of, or, or not even necessarily fear, but just this this deep desire to not be single. Um, and I really encourage, especially the female students that I talk to, to just take some time to to not worry about being in a relationship and just get alone with God. And I, I hated hearing that when I was a teenager. And I know it's cliche, but it's honestly one of the, the best things you can do for yourself, I think, to just figure out who you are and figure out what you want, what God wants for you, where your life is going. I just think it's so, so important. And that time of singleness, um, we may touch on in this series as well, because I think that gets left out a lot is the single part. And when you talk about relationships, but that process is so important as you're working into a relationship, because you have to understand once you enter into a relationship, you not only have to take care of yourself continually, still mm-hmm. learning about you, you now have to help take care of somebody else yeah. and their soul and their heart is now in your care and your responsibility. And so now you're going to have to take care of two people. And if you can't take care of yourself and yeah. know who you are, how are you going to help somebody else know who they are? It's just simple logic. It's yeah. not mind blowing. It's just, my dad used to say that to me all the time. If you can't make good decisions on your own, what makes you think you can get into a relationship and you're going to make good decisions there? You won't. And it's the same thing in getting to know yourself that in this season of singleness, if that's where you're at, you have to take time to get to know you. Not only spiritually, but look at your story. Dive into your life and go, okay, what am I dealing with here? What what are things in my past that are going to trigger me? As I get older, as I get into a relationship, what are situations that I know I need to start working through that have happened in my past so that I can move on and move into a relationship? Yeah. And and you can go on and on and we'll get more into that when we talk about stories. But I just, I think between being cautious and very intentional and in how you go into intimate relationships is just as important as taking the time as you're single or taking a break from dating to get to know yourself are so important because I I just I can't stress enough how important it is when you're in a relationship to be able to take care of that other person and if you can't take care of yourself how do you expect to lead develop refine each other if you can't do it to yourself and so you have to take that time to be intentional. You have to take that time to really know who you are because you you, you walk into a relationship and you're not confident. I take, take a girl, for example. What they're going to do is they're going to go from relationship in relationship to find their worth. Yeah. 
yeah. from that person that anybody that throws they they look beautiful or they look good their way they're going to go after even if they're not good because they never took the time to answer the question on their own i ha- i am wanted i am worth pursuing and so they she is now taking that to other guys and any guy that tells her she is wanted she's gonna go to yeah a guy doesn't uh feel like he has what it takes but he he can have the control over a girl is gonna go to any relationship he can he can have control over that Mm -hmm. girl because i can't i don't have what it takes to do anything else in life but i do know i have what it takes to control this person Mm -hmm. and and in that aspect and then they're going to go from relationship to relationship controlling the people because that's where they feel like they have what it takes and the list goes on and on well and my one last thought and then we'll wrap it up here but um just going back to before i i wanted to say um when it comes to us encouraging you to just take it as slow as you possibly can and not rush into acting like you're married blah, blah, blah blah all those that whole topic we were talking about I just wanted to say this. Um, we understand that when you're a teenager, because, again, we've been there and not that long ago. Um, when you're a teenager, I understand that it feels like everyone is expecting you to not act like a kid anymore, but you're also um, not allowed to act like an adult. So I do, you know, I want our students especially to hear us say, we, we, we don't say this to you going, okay, act mature, but don't act too mature because we know that that's a really hard balance to find. So we totally understand um, the desire to want to be an adult really fast because you're just sick of living in this in-between of being a child and being an adult. I get it. It's tough. Um, But I just want to encourage our teenagers who listen to, again, just let yourself be a teenager and you don't need to take it too seriously and you don't need to um, not take it serious at all. So I, I just wanted to touch on that again, just the, this idea of like, we know that it's, there's a desire in a lot of our students' hearts to grow up too quick. And we just want to kind of, you know, encourage you to not, not go too far in that. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I'll say is the reason it's so important to really be intentional as you walk through this and slow is that the reality is, and I'm not getting around it, there's hormones. There's, yeah. there's, our bodies are developing and we're meant yeah. to, to be intimate with each other. And so when you put yourself in a relationship and you start speeding that process up, your body is going to naturally, as it's already attracted to somebody, want to be intimate with that person. And so the slower you go, the more you put yourself in situations uh, where you're not alone as often you know, we tried yeah. really hard not to do that. We weren't perfect, I'll tell you that. But we, we tried our best yeah. to be around people as much as possible so that that was never an issue yeah. because we didn't want to put ourselves into a situation that was not good. And so that's what I would just say is there's a reality aspect of the physical yeah. that wants to have sex with another person. That's well, just the reality. And in I'll say this even though I it's a really big topic and we'll get it, into it in another episode maybe or something. But that's a God-given desire and it's there for a reason. Obviously, we um, believe that that's intended for marriage alone. But it's not wrong to have that desire. It's just displaced a lot. Yeah, so. we, don't, we don't put it in the right context. And yeah. so 
I just think that's another aspect of why you need to be so slow yeah. that, that we didn't touch on at the beginning because sex is a reality and it's yeah. a great thing when it's used in the right context and when it's not, again, you're giving pieces of your heart away yeah. and again, that's another topic, but it, it just, it can ruin your development and your heart and your soul gets clogged with all these different yeah. relationships that should have never been there in the first place because you just were careless in how you tried to rush through. Even if you weren't careless, you, you just put yourself in situations because you were so attracted to that person that you weren't thinking straight to stop and, yeah. and put those boundaries. So you just have to be slow. You have to be intentional and you have to know yourself. Yeah. All right. Well, you have any last thoughts today other than That's that? That's it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We really love you guys and love doing this, and we love your feedback. So follow us on Instagram. You guys know the deal, and we'll see you next week for The Morning Brew.